0: Alrighty, everybody, good morning. It is draft day 2023. It begins tonight in Kansas City. And, uh, Wiz, lots of happenings uh, that have gone on, uh, lots of news. I know uh, you've been paying close attention to uh, one of the gambling stories. And, uh, yeah, it's here. So, how are you doing today, Wiz?
1: Yeah, i uh, doing well. Uh, kind of. Uh... Excited about the draft. Uh, the unknown aspect of this uh, is, uh, is is pretty good. So uh, yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll have to see uh, how it exactly uh, pans out. But uh, yeah, I think it'll be uh, I, th- I think it'll be it's going to be an interesting draft.
0: Yeah, you know, you talk about the unknown aspect, right? Like over the years, and especially the last few years, I, I know there's a lot of tension on quarterbacks once again in this particular draft. But you know, when you look back at NFL drafts and you take a look at previous drafts and you see kind of what went on and you know half half of these guys are going to be overdrafted half of them will be underdrafted it's usually the the way it ends up playing out Uh, I think this can go a number of different directions you and I have talked uh, quite a lot about it on this podcast. We, we, we do think that there's a, a possibility of a number of trades that end up happening uh, in, in the first round, or, or and obviously afterwards. Uh, the Jets got their deal done for Aaron Rodgers, of course, so uh, that's all cleaned up. They flipped uh, number one picks this time around, and, uh, you know, we, we go in basically ready for action uh, this evening.
1: No, absolutely, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I think uh, – I guess, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my eye on a few players. Um, it seems like um, there's a little bit of more certainty, obviously, about uh, Bryce Young, but there, there seems to be a little bit more certainty, I think, in the way I'm looking at this thing, in where Will Levis is going to end up, and more uncertainty where C.J. Stroud – and Anthony Richardson are going to end up. So this is um, this, you know, is going to make for a very interesting draft. Uh, to see how it plays out, and to see um, how many quarterbacks are taken in the first round, and how early those guys are taken.
0: Yeah, and I haven't done uh, I haven't done any wagers. Uh, I'm, I'm particularly uncomfortable. I would say w- with this draft, I'm not really certain on how things are going to play out. So as a result of that, I have not put any wagers. Feeling certain about any anything in particular, maybe as things go on tonight, I, I will I will change my mind. But as I sit here today, uh, I, I don't have I don't have strong conviction he- heading into this draft. Wiz.
1: yeah, I mean it's tough. I have two that I really like. Um... I'll talk about that, you know, give I'll give them out quickly after we uh you know, kinda like uh get through this first round of kind of the players that we think and uh, boy this is a real skullbuster, uh, trying to figure out where some of these players are gonna end up. It's uh it's it's a little bit of a, a headache.
0: All right. Now we have uh, obviously the trade that's been made that put Carolina position to draft their future quarterback uh, with the Chicago Bears uh, getting the first pick. Uh, the Bears moving back to nine and, and gaining some draft capital. Uh, so at this point, Wiz, do you think it's a foregone conclusion given all the things that have been discussed uh, that Bryce Young will be the first pick of the draft?
1: Yeah, I think even with the crazy stuff going on with Will Levis and the amount of money that's come on him to be the number one overall pick, he went from like 80 to 1 to 4 to 1 uh, the other day. But yeah, I think uh, it's, it's a foregone conclusion at one. I think where the draft now really starts is with uh, the Houston Texans. Um, At two, Uh, So how do you see it for the Texans? What do you think they're going to do with two?
0: Yeah, I've gone back and forth on this one. Uh, I know there's been a lot of discussion about them not taking a quarterback, but I just think it's very hard to kind of – they have the luxury, obviously, of having the second pick and the 12th pick, so they can do some things with it. But I do have them going quarterback here, Wiz, and I do have them taking Will Levis uh, at number two.
1: Wow, okay, very, very interesting. I, I considered Stroud, I considered Will Levis. But I have them taking Will Anderson. I just think the coach is, you know, the last I heard is that the coach is going to make the final decision. And this is the kind of player that he wants to take. Um, I just think, you know, he's seen what the 49ers have done with some of the defensive players. He himself has a connection with Alabama. He played with Alabama The head coach. So, um, uh, and with all that being said, it's really a guess. Believe it or not, with the number two pick, but uh, while well, I could see one of the quarterbacks certainly being taken, uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Will Anderson, who I think could be the best player in this entire draft.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't disagree w- with kind of the rationale. And I, w- I would say this: like I said, they have the number twelve pick in this draft, and when they pick n- at number twelve, and maybe you see things differently. I have them going defense. I, I agree with you. On on Debecca Ryan's obviously being the head coach. Um, but yeah, I just, it's just something, something strange, you know, over the last kind of week is, is kind of came upon me. And this is kind of the direction that I, that that I've gone. Yeah,
1: no, I I don't think there's any arguing with any of this. And, uh, going, so for me at three, I have a trade. I, I just feel, um, Arizona is going to trade out of the number three pick, and certainly in my mock, considering that the Texans I have taken Will Anderson too, they're going to trade out of that. So I have a trade in that three spot. I'm not sure, honestly, if it's going to be the Raider. It could be – it really could be in theory. It could be the Colts moving up from four to three. it could be the Raiders from seven, it could be the Titans at eleven. I heard the Seahawks as well, a small chance, but irrespective of who the trade is, I'm forecasting a trade, and I have C. J. Stroud ending up with the third pick.
0: yeah okay and and, uh, and because of I don't have I, 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 Will Anderson hasn't been picked for me, but uh, Arizona's in need of a lot, and that's where I have Will Anderson going um, yeah. And, and, you know, look, I, I think there could be a number of trades in this first round. Uh, I'll, I'll move to the fourth pick here. You pick Stroud there. I, I'm going to pick Stroud here where, where the Indianapolis Colts get their future quarterback. We've talked about the fact that they brought Minshew in, so he gets an opportunity uh, to learn a little bit maybe at the start or perhaps even gain the job. Uh, a lot has been made of this S2 test and, and Stroud's results and falling and all that sort of stuff. I, I just don't buy it. And This is a guy that I think that was under high consideration to be the first pick in the draft, but I have not gone number four to Indianapolis, was.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I have uh, four going, uh, Will Levis going four. I I think uh, the Colts still have a good connection with the Mannings, and uh, I know the Mannings have spent a lot of time with Will Levis, um, so I I think that's the type of player they're going to take there. So I have Will Levis going four to the Colts, and I think the Seahawks are going to take Jalen Carter in my mock draft anyhow. It's just... Um, he falls into the off the field stuff. I think an argument could be made that he's, if not the top player, he's certainly one of the top players. I think Pete Carroll and, and the coaching staff and the front office will be ecstatic, um, at least in my mock, to have Jalen Carter drop to five. So I have Carter going to the Seahawks at five. What say you at five?
0: Yeah, th- this part of the draft is probably one I have kind of the most confidence in, like kind of these next four or five picks uh maybe maybe, maybe that's a little bit uh, uh, stretched but uh yeah I have Jalen Carter going here as well uh to the Seattle Seahawks uh at number five uh you know a team that we we've talked about this team defensively they they need help and uh Jalen Carter will give them just that
1: so, go ahead, run, run, give
0: us a run. You, you're confident here. Give us your run of your next four or five guys. Yeah, really through 10 is, is, is where I get a little comfortable. So, I've got Witherspoon uh, going to Detroit at number six. Uh, I got Christian Gonzalez going to the Raiders. We talked a lot about the need to have. Their back end strengthened as a result of this com- this division. Uh, I have Christian Gonzalez going number seven to the Raiders. Uh, Tyree Wilson going to Atlanta at number eight, and at number nine, I have Skoronsky staying in state. He's from Northwestern, but uh, offensive line help is a definitive need for the Chicago Bears, and that, that's where I have him being taken. And uh, I have the Eagles taking Lucas Van Ness at number ten. Whiz.
1: Yeah, I have a lot, You know, several of those picks similar. I, I think the only one different is uh, um, I have Nolan Smith going to the Eagles. I mean, going to the Falcons today. But I, I could see Tyree Wilson. I mean, to me, it, I think some of these guys are very, very close. There's some injury late stuff coming up on Tyree Wilson that. They, they could be the tiebreaker for them taking Nolan Smith, but absolutely it could be a coin flip and they could take Tyree Wilson. I have the other picks uh, similar as well. Um, getting to uh, eleven, this is the, this to me is the landing spot for Anthony Richardson. I, I and it's and it's really my favorite bet in the in the draft. Uh, I like these under and overs, and I've seen something recently where. Um, uh, the the under and over on Anthony Richardson was four a draft spot four and a half. I think that's ridiculous. Um, I just think he's going to drop down, and I, I think this is a good landing spot. Uh, the Titans obviously want to get a quarterback of the future, and if Tennell is going to be a bridge for a year, so be it. So I have I have eleven Titans grabbing Anthony Richardson.
0: Uh, what do you have for the Titans? Ah, uh, yeah, I said this is where I have the spot. Wiz, I, I have him going here. Uh, Anthony Richardson, uh, a, a member uh, of the Tennessee Titans, they blew it with uh, Malik Willis last year, and uh, they're not going to make a mistake on this one this year. Yeah, and
1: uh, and and I think it. You know, I think be very interesting if the Texans hold on to their pick at two and take C.J. Stroud and not Will Anderson. But e- either way, in my mock, I have the first wide receiver coming off the board, Jackson Smith and the Jigba going to uh, the Texans at pick number 12. And uh, it would be very interesting if they were able to team him up with C.J. Shroud. But I feel, in, in my view, uh, that's the spot where uh, – where, where where I have him going. So I have him at 12. What do you have for picks 12 and 13?
0: Yeah, so I have Nolan Smith uh, going 12 for Houston. So as you mentioned, Houston, I don't disagree with you on Will Anderson and your take of him as a player. Uh, but I think they get probably arguably a guy that you have in the top 10. I didn't have him in the top 10, but I think he slips down to Houston at number 12. And I have Dalton Kincaid at number 13 going to the Green Bay Packers. They got that pick uh, from from the Jets for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, They don't have Robert Tanyan any longer. They're in need of weapons. And I think this is the perfect chance for the Green Bay Packers to add a tight end. And I have it being Dalton Kincaid at number 13.
1: Yeah, I, I went in a different direction, but when I was analyzing the first round, I think this could have been the thought process of Green Bay trying to get ahead of New England and the Jets, uh two teams that could be looking at tight end position as well in his draft. So I see the logic. I almost pulled the trigger on Kincaid at 13. I have him a little bit further down, but I have them uh, taking Paris Johnson, a player that they probably didn't think would be there at 13, but they want to shore up that offensive line. So When the trade was made, I said, boy, I think Green Bay has something in mind to definitely want that flip-flop to get ahead of New England and the Jets, but with that said, speaking of New England and the Jets, what do you got them doing at 14? Uh, And
0: that's where I have Enigma. Jim going. I I think uh, we know New England's had a lot of problems at the wide receiver spot, but they're not going to let him get by them here. Uh, They're thin. Uh, They lost. I mean, I know they signed Juju Smith-Schuster, but they do need some help at this position. And that's where I have him going. uh, The Ohio State wide receiver to the New England Patriots.
1: Okay, and what do you have the Jets
0: doing at fifteen? Yeah, so the Jets. Uh, I I had Bar- Paris Johnson slipping down to this spot, and the Jets uh, get that yeah. offensive line help, and I have them taking Paris Johnson. Now, if 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 New England goes in a different direction, and Paris Johnson, to your point, gets taken earlier, I think a player like Project Jones also could be taken by the J- by the Jets, but I have him going in the next spot to 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 Washington.
1: Yeah, I mean, I. I- Look at it like I, I, I hear you. I hear you on the wide receiver, um, but I just don't think it's what they do. I think 14 and 15 are both going to be offensive linemen, uh, and I think it's kind of a coin flip between like. Uh, between Donnell Wright and Ben Jones, and I think the Patriots will take one and the Jets will take the other guy. Uh, so I see offensive linemen going to those two spots. Agree with you. I just feel like New England maybe has learned their lesson and not, uh, not, uh, not going to go after a skilled player with that pick. So let's go to 16 and 17. Washington commanders and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Do the Steelers go for cornerback? I believe they do, and do they keep it in the family with Joey Porter Jr.? What do you say about the Commanders at 16 and the Steelers at 17?
0: Yeah, I have Jones, Project Jones, going to to the Commanders, and I have uh, Joey Porter Jr. at the Pittsburgh Steeler.
1: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, you know, interesting with that. I have I have uh, Brian Branch uh, going to the Commanders at 16, and I also have Joey Porter Jr. going. Um, going 17, and then I'll go to 18, where I, I think I'm going to have them taking Miles Murphy, the Lions, I mean, they just have to shore up the defense, so uh, both of us looking at cornerback with their first pick in the first round, I have them again taking another defensive player with Miles Murphy uh, at pick 18 for the Lions, what say you?
0: Uh, I went with Kalijah Kansi in this spot, I was torn between Murphy and Kansi, uh, I, I leaned Kansi on this one, Kalijah Kansi uh, from Pitt uh, for the Detroit Lions.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting uh, It's interesting once you get to this part of the draft. Certainly I think the Seahawks and Lions with their multiple picks are capable of moving up if there's a player that they love. So those are two teams that I'm looking at. Tampa Bay needs a lot, as we talked about, in team needs. Uh, I have them picking Anthony Harrison, tackle from Oklahoma, but I could see a myriad of... Um, players and positions and all sorts of stuff with Tampa Bay. This was a real brain buster for me. What do you have Tampa Bay doing in 19?
0: Yeah, I had Emmanuel Forbes uh, go, going to Tampa Bay and like you said, they, they could take any player whoever they think the best player on the board is but that's that's the. I think defense is where they need some help and uh, uh, in addition to their offensive line but I went with Emmanuel Forbes here, Wiz.
1: Yeah, and uh, for me at 20, Seahawks second pick in the first round, I have been taking um, uh, Jordan Addison um, it's just, I think with, with, with them taking Carter, at least you both of us have Carter in the first pick. I think, you know, getting some wide receiver depth will be help. it will be helpful, um, give a third option, and uh, Jordan Addison's a guy that I really like. Again, once you get this part of the draft, this is really difficult, but I have Jordan Addison going to the Seahawks, and I'll move to 21. I have this is a spot for me for Dalton Kincaid. Um, I think the tight ends need this player, uh, and if he's available at 21, I know you have him going much earlier in the draft, but uh, I have wide receiver to the Seahawks, tight end to the Chargers. How do you see these uh,
0: two picks? Yeah, so I went with Michael Mayer uh, to Seattle uh, at tight end. I think uh, it, it, so. You talk about them needing another offensive weapon, and I know Pete Carroll also likes to run the ball. So building up that tight end position, we talk about twelve personnel. Uh, it's not like you know they, they have they they do have other tight ends there right now, but I think getting a guy who's a little bit more skilled as a pass catcher—that's uh, the direction that I went in. Um, and this is at, no- at number twenty-one. I have Bijan Robinson going. To the I know we talked about them at running back and having no luck, but but I think they can't resist this, especially given the age uh, of Austin Eckler.
1: Interesting, yeah, I, I could see that one. I mean, I have Bijan Robinson going a few picks down the road, but you know, when it, reflecting on this, I just don't see how he's the player is going to last into the twenties. Uh, a case could be made that in terms of. Uh, Just overall talent, he's right up there with anyone in his draft class. But, uh, again, this thing is is very, very difficult. So uh, I'm going to move along to the Ravens and Vikings, uh, two teams that certainly need help uh, at secondary – the quarterback. I have the the Ravens taking Deontay Banks, and I have the Vikings taking Zay Flowers, a player that is going to step in right away and kind of, uh, you know, replace the loss of Adam Thielen. But could I see? I have Emmanuel Forbes available uh, in, in my uh, mock still, so I could see, and I would not be unhappy if the Vikings took uh, Forbes with this pick. But I have uh, Banks and flowers going to the Ravens and Vikings respectively what what's to you
0: uh yeah so I- interesting i uh, at number um, sure. hold on number at number 20 we, 22 for the Baltimore Ravens i have him taking miles the, the, Mer- the,
1: the Ravens are twenty-two, yep. and the Vikings are twenty-two. I
0: have Miles Murphy going to the Baltimore Ravens. They need help uh, uh, with, with their with their defense, and that's where they have him going. And as you said, I have Zay Flowers going to the Minnesota Vikings. I was very torn here because uh, I know the Vikings secondary has been abysmal, uh, and I almost went secondary here. Uh, instead, I, I I went with Zay Flowers in this spot.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean. It, 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 you know, if you get a few of these things right with this uh with with so many trades predicted, uh it'll be it'll be interesting. Uh so I'm gonna go to the next two, uh which include your beloved New York football giants. At twenty four I think um the the Jags are gonna take a tight end um with this spot. So I have Michael Mayer going to the 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 Jags at twenty four. And I think the Giants I, you know, at 25, this is just me. But I, I just look at their receivers, and I just think Quentin Johnson is just a different type of receiver than the receivers that they have. Like, he's just a guy that is is a good 50-50 ball type of receiver. Um, he's a different type of receiver than what the Giants have on their existing roster. So I have Michael Mayer going 24 to the Jags and Quentin Johnson going 25 to the New York Football Giants. Tell me about uh, how you feel about those
0: two picks. So I pick, I, I like them because I went tight end with Jaguars too, but I went with a different player. This is where I went with the the, the humongous tight end out of Georgia, Darnell Washington, to to Jacksonville, and I had the Giants taking Deontay Banks in this spot was.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, um, yeah, well, it just depends which tight ends are available at the time the Jags are picking. Uh, interesting, and, and certainly the Giants are at cornerback as well. Um, could you know could be taken? Uh, I have the Cowboys taking B. John Robinson at twenty six. In reflection, <laughs> there's no way he got players lasting twenty six picks to go to the Cowboys. Uh, but if he is, the Cowboys will love to pair him up with Tony with Tony Pollard. And th- this could be the type of thing where if the player uh, look, I could see him. I could see a, a world where the Falcons at eight or the Eagles at 10 take Bijan Robinson. But I will tell you this, if he starts lasting past 10, I, I think you could see the Cowboys really trying to move up and take this player. So I think the, the, the pick of 26, for Bijan Robinson may be, not be realistic that he's going to last 26 players, but I think the team, the landing spot could be right because I think if he gets past 10, I think you could see Dallas really trying to move up and and the bills need, they need to replace uh, Edmonds. So I have been thinking Trenton Simpson uh, from Clemson, who's a, who's a terrific player. Um, and I think he's good value for them at 27. So how do you see it for Cowboys and bills?
0: Uh, wait, who did you have? Who did you have? I'm sorry. I missed the last one.
1: A Trenton Simpson linebacker going to Buffalo. Okay. It's
0: funny. It's funny. You have Simpson there. I I have Simpson going to the Cowboys actually. Um, yeah, I I mean, so I I think the Cowboys want to continue building up on their defense. So that's why I have him and I have Quentin Johnson going to the Buffalo Bills at, at wide receiver as you know, we've talked a little bit about. Gabriel Davis and, you know, not 100% confident in what's going on there. I have Quentin Johnson going to the Buffalo Bills whiz at number
1: 27. Okay, interesting. And, uh, good. Why don't you uh, just round out the end of the first, you know, this thing, the last four picks here, we had the Bengals at 28, the, uh, the, um, the Saints at 29, um, Eagles at 30 and Kansas
0: City at 31. What do you see for those? Yeah, so secondary help for Cincinnati. I I don't have Brian Branch gone yet in my draft, so I have Brian Branch going to Cincinnati here. I have Keon White going to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, This is where Jameer Gibbs goes to the Eagles at number 30. Uh, And uh, at number 31, I have Darnell Wright giving Patrick Mahomes some protection and additional help on that offensive line.
1: Yeah, and I like I have some of those players in, in different uh, in, in different spots. I have Brees going to the Bengals. I think Kelly Ringo is going to be taken in this end of this first round. I think you know the Eagles could use him at thirty, but the Bengals, and I, I think several of those teams. And I, I think I agree. I agree with you. I think um, an offensive lineman like Wright uh, makes a lot of sense <clears throat> for the for the Chiefs. Um, to take that because they're going to they just take defensive players or players to protect Patrick Mahomes. So um, right, right is a good one. Marshan, the uh, giant uh, offensive lineman for the from Ohio State, is another one that could sneak into the first round. So um, that's how I see it for the tail end of the first round as well. Maybe some of the similar players, but maybe different landing spots. And I think uh, Kelly Ringel from. Georgia will slip somewhere in the last few picks of
0: the first round. Yeah, as we talked about, right? This thing can go so many different directions, and you know, including starting with the number two pick, right? Like, <laughs> this thing could look completely different by time all is said and done. Uh, the second day of the draft should be a fun day as well. You'll see a lot more offensive players. Uh, this isn't a particularly thick year for the wide receiver position, but this is where you find value in the fourth, fifth, you know. Fourth round and on, obviously at running back, and I think there's a number of defensive players that are going to go, you know, in that second and third round as well. So it's a good draft. Um, not, and I think more than anything, probably tight end is one of the more interesting positions. Um, let me ask you this question: Was we both don't have Hendon Hooker in the first round? That's been discussed with some people. How early do you see him going in the draft?
1: Yeah, I think I, I think the, the you know the game plan for the Texans is what I mentioned I mean edge quarterback wide receiver and I felt their best way of getting those three players is Will Anderson with two Jackson Smith and Nigber at 12 and then they have you know a very early pick in round two but they have a lot of equity so I could easily see them taking that 30 uh, third, 33rd pick I think uh, their, their second pick in the second round and another third round pick and a fourth round pick and moving up into the 20s and coming down there again and getting Hendon Hooker or they may just feel okay about standing pat and taking Hendon Hooker so um if you're, if you, there's an under and over on how many quarterbacks are going to be taken in, in the first round, and that number is four and a half, and I think it's going to be a real sweat job because, uh, Hendon Hooker could go anywhere from that like group from you know, the late 20s till the early 30s, so it's going to be a real sweat. If I had to bet on that one, I would bet that he'll be a, a second round pick, but, um, but I could see it all takes this for one team to feel that, uh, you know, if they're going to let him heal from that injury and, uh, and, and move up and take him in the first round. But uh, I, I think the Texans, you may see them do something like that.
0: All right, fantastic. Uh, excellent job as always. Uh, looking forward yeah, I just to... T- my,
1: yeah, I, just want, I just want to give my two,
0: my two bets out. Go for that it.
1: I, that to play is I have Anthony Richardson over pick 4.5, and, and I have Dalton Kincaid under pick 23.5. Right.
0: Those
1: are my two favorite ones, so we'll see how it pans out.
0: All right, Wiz, we'll uh, obviously recap all of this next week. Uh, enjoy the weekend's uh, festivities. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sure Kansas City will be humming this weekend. So uh, uh, enjoy tonight, enjoy the weekend, and uh, we will recap all of this next week, Wiz. Uh, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. So have a great weekend, Wiz, and uh, talk to you next week. You got it.